to the RunnerX podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the RunnerX podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline. And today, Val, I want to talk about a question you got or a comment you got from, um, I think it was an Instagram follower, maybe it was a Facebook follower, that the, the guy was saying, I do basketball, I do soccer, I do all these sports. He's super athletic, but he's starting to run and he's trying to follow, you know, what she's teaching. And he's getting, you know, calf pain and shin splints. And he's like, I run all the time. I run on the basketball court. I run, you know, I'm I'm going back and forth on soccer. Why is why is that different for him? Can you explain that that movement? How that's different? To go back and forth. And well, stop. yeah, just like why why is he having problems now? Oh, right. <laughs> All right. Here's here's something that's fun. It's it's because one is if you're playing a game like a sports game, soccer, football, any of these sports, it's not a constant. Right. right. You run for, at the end of the game, you ran quite a bit. But right. You might the, have been out there for an hour, sure. but you weren't running consistently for, for an hour. hour straight. Right. You got to stop and turn around and use different, um, you know, you. this is the challenge, guys, because movement patterns in short distance are going to be much easier to cover. Like if there's an error, yeah. like if I'm running 10 or 20 meters versus running a mile, two miles, three miles. And for a lot of people, say you play soccer is a perfect example. Yeah. And we get quite a few of these guys. And they're fast, right? Yeah. So they're fast. They sprint. They're only used to sprinting. Yeah. So they're running up and down the field, but they're going with their, and they have cleats. Yeah. Right? And they're running on turf. So all of it, that really sets up for basically really good running technique. However, when they run, just like for distance and time, they haven't been trained that way because all of their training is in intervals. Right. They, so then when they go out, they, their body doesn't, they don't know how to move for time. Okay. Right. Yeah. For a long period of time. Right. So they're doing the correct movement for that little burst of 10 or 20 meters, but right. they're not, they're not doing it over time. So, um, so then when he's going out now, he's, he's trying to, trying to run, trying right. to run correctly, but that's where his, his incorrect movement pattern is really coming into play. Right. And here's something really interesting. And we see this a lot with, um, people that have played sports so what's interesting is there's a there's a real belief system that endurance running is different than sports running than sprinting Mm -hmm. that these get categorized a little bit differently so soccer players football players you know even volleyball players they do tons of like plyometrics they do you know fast footwork you know you see this a lot and so they're learning in this then it's great but they're learning to pull their feet use quick feet then they think when they're supposed to run distance that they're supposed to change their running ah so and this is very very much believed it's still out there yeah and so then all of a sudden they're like oh now that i'm going to run my distance run i'm going to change how i run interesting so they shouldn't change how they run no absolutely not and on the flip end it goes the other way endurance athletes are trained to run with the reach in the push right right the push off in the reach is taught very much and because there's really not an accepted way of running, they're not introduced to things like running drills. Right. Whereas all sports have drills. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Every single one, including sprinting. Endurance running, maybe they'll say to people, do some striders, they call them. Yeah. Nothing specific. 
they actually really in they really emphasize more like um, stretching. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not really um, running correctly. Right. So so then for this guy, should he go out and just do sprints like? work out do drills on a on a track and try to increase the length of his drills over time well so we're going to do two things with them one is first just introduce them to running correct. the correct movement right so here's the challenge too guys because a lot of people that play sports they're taught to push yeah so their running drills have been uh, high knees but high knees and, <laughs> and the push is very strong so the endurance athlete is mainly a reacher we have a ton where well, they do both they push yeah. and reach but mainly their thought is reaching because they want to get there Sprinters, uh, football players, soccer players, they all have hamstring issues because of the push. When you push off the back, then the hamstring has to actively contract. When you pull, it's a reflexive response. Okay. They don't know that feeling because think about how good it feels to take your foot and you have a spike on and turf and push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, it's a powerful sensation. So again, across the field, more than likely they're falling because they're falling, falling the direction of the ball. Right. Right. But we still see a lot of pushing. So we have to first take him and help him understand the difference of pushing and pulling. And you're right. We're going to start with short distances because he's not going to be able to Do, turn that yeah. off immediately. Right. 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 So it's going to be kind of like a very stilted running in the beginning. He's okay. going to be like push, pulling, push, pulling, push, pulling. And it's a lot of effort. Right. Right. So, and then we're going to, yes, exactly that. And then what happens once he starts to develop that sensation of pulling, and of course, he already has the fall, but using it to a lesser degree, like not yeah. sprinting down a field, then yes, we start increasing his interval time right. and distance. Right. Okay. Well, join us next week. We're going to be talking about um, what is the best drill. So, uh, we've been... We recorded this, and then we I lost the recording. So this will be a re-recording of a conversation we had about two weeks ago. It was a great conversation, and I'm really looking forward to it. And if you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's how we get up in the rankings. And the higher the rankings, the more people hear about us. And hopefully you won't feel so alone when you start talking to people about post-fall pull. Okay? Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx Podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit. 